Alright, hello everybody, I'm Chocolatier Games, and welcome back to another episode of the Indie Spot Podcast, I'm joined by Warsong. Hello, hello. And today we're talking, what are we talking about, Warsong? We're talking about Meadow, uh, the uh, uh, supposedly uh, forum disguised as a video game. Uh-huh, yeah, that's what we're talking about, I'm very tired, sorry about this. Um, and... So, I'll just give us a quick description of Meadow, because I'm actually the one that found this one. Usually, it's Warsong that comes to me and is like, I found a game, but... Whew, I found this one. So, Meadow is, as he said, a quote-unquote forming game's clothing. And what it is, is it's this little passive exploration game where you go around as... You start as a badger. Does everyone start as a badger? Everybody starts as a badger. Unless you've actually bought other games from the same company, uh, you start off as a badger. Okay, cool. So you start as a badger, and you're just kind of running around this world, and you don't really know what's going on, and then you meet other people, and you do things so that you can unlock new skins, new emotes, and new animals, eventually. So, Warsong, what did you think of Meadow? I liked it. It was an experience. I wouldn't really really want to call it a game. When they call it a forum wrapped in a game's clothing, or something along those lines, um... Well, I think that's actually pretty pretty much what you're getting. That's what it says on the tin. That's exactly what you're getting out of it. Um, I was expecting to be immediately set upon, to be mauled by something, you know? So, you know, the first thing I meet is a baby fox. I'm like, oh, crap, I'm a badger. I'm a baby badger, and this fox is like twice my size. I am dead. Instead, this one wanted to run around and play. Well, cool. I mean, it was, it was an interesting experience, and it wasn't at all what, is a, what I was expecting, really. Oh yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a very passive game. You're, everyone's all friendos in this one. It kind of is a massive hug box, in much the same way that Journey was. Yeah, it is very similar to Journey, and it's interesting that the it calls itself a form in games clothing, because communication's very very limited in it. Like you only have a certain number of actions, like essentially like arrow keys, like arrow key up check marks so you're like that way's good and stuff like that and you have a couple <laughs> emotes like you doing a smile and that's about it yeah there is a fair amount of limitation to what you can do right off the bat um that that was kind of a concern for me because i'm sitting there trying to interpret those actual symbols i have no idea what the heck's going on there's no text in the game uh, there's no dialogue, there's no tutorial, and I kind of prefer that deep end kind of thing anyways. Uh, I'm all for that. But the, uh, the the issue really came to was, for me, uh, was what the hell it is this particular symbol means. What does this person mean? What does the little, this little furry fox fuck want from me when it says, all right, or, or whatever the fuck the symbols are, all right? All I see are freaking, you know, waveforms and other weirdness. So uh, I figured out one of them is an arrow, and yeah. I felt really accomplished at that for no good reason. Yeah. And I also figured out, like, another one's, like, a question mark and other things like that. Eventually I got to it, but, you know, it's just there was no common ground, and it's this art style that they use uh, goes right into the typeface. It bleeds into the typeface. So you are sometimes left guessing what should be something that's fairly, you know, normal, and you should be able to pick up right off the bat just – looks completely foreign 
Yeah, and I can go ahead and tell you what that fox is saying. He's saying that he wants to be your friend. Because that's what you do, is you, you're, you can run around and you can collect all the essence you want to your heart's desire. That's what the little currency is called. You find little flowers. My dog's about to start barking. Dog, stop barking, please. And um, you collect as much essence as you want. You can collect it from these little flowers. But that essence can only get you more emotes. If you want to get more skins or more animals, you've got to be in a party. And it's really interesting the way that the game teaches you is because it the players teach you. So the way I personally figured it out was I was running around and I found a deer. And I was like, well, this dude is a big animal. He must know what he's doing because he's obviously played the game much longer than I have. Or he's bought another of their games. So we I followed him for a while and he went up to this rock and he just started like barking at it. And I was like, well, I'll start barking at the rock also. And then a thing broke. And then later, he left, and I did that on my own, and it didn't work. So I figured, oh, it's got to have two players. And I agree with you that I'm not a big fan of games that are super, like, quote-unquote, hand-holdy. But I'm also not a fan of games who are like, oh, we won't hold your hand. But then they're just really stupid, obtuse, and hard to figure out. And they're just like, they just don't tell you at all. But this game has an interesting way of telegraphing what to do. Yeah, it's really, it, there, there's a lot of abstractions going on here. All right, and it's not something that I was expecting. Yeah, it's definitely not what you would e expect the game's going to be like. I wasn't sure what it was going to be like going in. So you never really figure out what the whole game's all about. But it is just kind of a really chill game. I like to find games that I can just do something while I listen to a podcast. Much like you should be doing with our podcast. You should listen oh, to yeah. all, like, I don't know, seven of our other episodes. While you're, you should try out Medium. While you're going to the, going to the gym. Yeah. That's Sitting there the, in the treadmill while listening to us being mellow. Yeah, that's what I do. I listen to podcasts. Much more entertaining ones than this, though. While I'm at the gym. But yeah, so anyways... So I like to find games that are really chill, and I can just kind of run around and listen to a podcast. And this is a perfect game for that. Euro Truck Simulator was my other one before this one. See, and I can't get into Euro Truck Simulator. A lot of these calmer games, they, they defy what it is the genre is for me, the, the whole medium of gaming. Because for, for me, gaming is, you know, excitement and intrigue. And uh, there's, you know, in, in certain cases, like, uh, you know, story-based games and stuff like that, I, I'm expecting... That's gonna take me a while to get where I want to because, like, I played Beneath the Steel Sky. It's um one of the old LucasArts, uh, you know, uh, point-and-click games. All right, uh, that I'm expecting, you know, full-on. I'm gonna have to sit down and I'm gonna have to enjoy a story. Um, if I'm playing a um, uh, a, a Telltale game, uh, any one of their series, all the way up to what was the last one that they made? Guardians um, of the I Galaxy. Think it was, um, uh, Minecraft Story Mode, I think it was the most recent one. Mm. But, you know, they, they made the Sam and Max games like that. These games tell stories, you know, and that's what they do. Telltale actually picked a really good name on that, on that one. Um, but when it comes down to the meta, I wasn't – it's going to try to tell you a story, but it's not going to bother telling you the story. You're going to have to figure it out through abstraction. And I'm, I'm not a big fan of my video games turning into IQ tests. That's one of the reasons why I didn't like Mist. 
all right? Uh, while Miss was sitting there trying to quiz me on, you know, what I might be able to figure out from some sort of, you know, weird little strange music box puzzle or something along those lines. Um, I'm sitting there like, uh, can I just get to the next area? Because the storyline's good, but I, I don't want to have to go through all this bullshit. Yeah, that's definitely a problem with a lot of these quote-unquote walking simulators. Yeah. Is that they... It usually is just you holding a camera to a story that's much more interesting and something that you'd rather be doing. And I feel like this does that to some extent, but it's helped partially by uh, the music. Wow, isn't that a segue? Because <laughs> I really liked the music. I thought it was fantastic. And you can actually, it's very interesting that this game does this. Instead of turning, well, you can also toggle the volume and stuff, but you can also turn how often you want music to happen. So you can say, like, I want music to be all the time. I want, like, constant music. Or I want, like, one song every 30 minutes. Like, I don't want to hear music a lot at all. So I really liked that level of customization. And it's very interesting. It's very nice. Yeah, the art style is very unique. And not just the audio quality, you know, the audio qualities, I should say. But more than anything, the art style on the whole. Uh, it is a little confusing at first because I'll be honest, when I first entered the game, I thought my texture rendering system had just gone to fucking hell. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's like, oh, wait a minute, that. wait a minute. This is by uh, Might and Delight. This is by uh, the guys who made uh, Shelter and Shelter 2 and their whole art style. And one of the things that I didn't really like about the Shelter games was this, uh, this twangy, you know, mountain man kind of music that was very country. And... Um, you know the very folksy music style and here they've, they've amped that up a little bit so that's a little more i guess a little more jazzy um but at the same time it still feels like i'm i'm expected to sometimes somehow take cues from the music as well when the music has nothing to do with the situation you know like the music will change and i'll be sitting there going okay what in the environment changed all right this music sounds slightly darker than what i was listening to a second ago so, is there something hunting me now? What the fuck? And it turns out, well, nothing can hunt you. Um, I saw a bird swoop out of the sky, but they can't do anything to you. Yeah. it It's interesting. The music doesn't really match the game, but I didn't really mm -hmm. mind that, as I felt like it was more of just like a kind of... Like, it is just kind of background music, like elevator music, just something to kind of listen to while you're yeah. playing. And you mentioned the art style. The art style is very unique. It's similar to the Shelter games, which I actually have never played. I've never played any of the Shelter games, and I came into this with no idea of anything else these people have made. And this whole game looks like a quilt. Yeah. It looks like a quilt that, y that your Nan made, and I really like that. It is kind of warm and inviting like a quilt would be. All right? And the music also lends to that as well. I mean, just the game aesthetically is a welcoming thing, all right. Which is why I was really hoping to be that would be subverted. I'd be snapped out of my out of my tomfoolery of thinking that I was going to have a you know good time just walking around being a moron, and uh, you know I was going to get just KO'd by something. You know, some guy was going to walk up with a sniper rifle and bam, rifle butt me right in the face. And that, of course, never happens because I'm just a little baby. Uh, badger, and nobody can harm me, and I'm gonna go play around with all my little fox and squirrel and frog friends. And that that was the really disturbing part for me, uh, the immersion-wise, 
was the fact that all this entire mix of animals, animals, I mean, badgers are notoriously solitary, notoriously solitary. And the idea that a baby badger would be anywhere near a frog and not eating it, anywhere near a deer and not trying to get it off its property, that just blows my mind. So it was disturbing to the, to the, you know, to my immersion, but if somebody enjoys, you know, these walking simulators, if they enjoy games that are cooperative multiplayer, um, that are unique, that will challenge you, uh, and really make you socialize on like a very fundamental level, it's almost primal. I think that's what they were going for as well. But at the same time, it's it's that still that that huggy blanket, that that warm and inviting feeling, you know, like you you, you just put a pillow behind your your uh, your headrest there and continue playing the game off of a game controller and really enjoy yourself by just, you know, immersing into the, you know, elements that are presented to you and not trying to play this like as if it's a real simulation of really anything realistic. It's just a happy place. That's a happy little sandbox to run around in. Yeah. If you're into that, this is perfect for you. If you're looking for an accurate, gritty, badger simulator... First of all, that's a very specific thing to want. But hey, I'm a very specific guy. I feel like your best bet would be those games that the oh, those dudes that made like Wolf Simulator or whatever that are just churning out those games. Hope yeah. they make a Badger one. But that's the thing with this game is it like it is a very warm fuzzy blanket and it makes you feel real good and I paid, played the whole game with a big dumb grin on my face because <laughs> anytime I meet a, f- a fox friend and he do I thought it was gonna be like in Madagascar I remember that classic scene when they're all having a bad time and what a wonderful world is playing and that duck walks around then he gets eaten by an alligator I thought that yeah. was gonna be me. I thought I was going to be walking around as a badger, and then someone from Battlegrounds was going to show up and just shoot me. Yeah. And I was going to have a real bad time, but I didn't. I was having a great old time the whole time. Me and my fox friend, we were smiling at each other. We were sharing laughs, sharing recipes. That's not true. But we were walking around. We were barking at rocks, and then the rocks were exploding, and I felt smart. I feel like the communication is sort of primal, like you said. Like, it's... Hold on, I'm gonna reposition in my chair. I feel like it was meant to be like, like you would have to learn how to communicate and how other players were gonna communicate, because I would have my own style of saying, "Hey, there's a rock over there. We can bark at till it explodes," and other people would have different ways of saying that. So I feel like that was a very interesting thing, and the way the game does cooperation is real nice. One of the things that I first thought was we barked at a rock, it exploded, and someone grabbed the essence. And I was my gamer instinct was like, oh, it's gone now. That guy yeah. got it, and it's gone. Yeah. But yeah. it's not. It's just there, and everyone grabs it. Yep. And I love that. That's really great. It, it is really subversive to what we consider competitive gaming. Because, uh, I've okay, I, I'm always going to talk about Fantasy Star Online because that's one of my... One of my formative uh, games right there, the, uh, for online experiences especially. But in the original Dreamcast version, uh, if you didn't pick something up as it dropped, you weren't getting it. So money, items, anything that dropped from an enemy encounter 
uh, if you didn't go in there rushing and you grab it for yourself, somebody else is going to get it. And on top of that, um, if you were in battle mode, you could also get, you know, shot yourself. Somebody could come along and just, you know, machine gun you from behind. And not only do you drop your, your weapon, but you also drop your money. All right. And some people would use this to their advantage. Some people would actually uh, convince somebody to join an area where they were just too low level for it and uh, would wait for the enemy to just do the work for them. That person would fall over, die, drop their money in their weapon, and that person would then take the money, take the weapon, and then log out. All right. And that was the original version 1.0 on Dreamcast. It was a pretty nasty situation because people were having rare things and huge amounts of money being stolen from them in the game. And, you know, somebody was just doing this for fun. That was just their their way of coping with the fact that that was done to them at one point in time or some shit like that. Yeah. Uh, this is very subversive. This is very, um, you know, again, when you, when you give, when you're given journey, I mean, it's in the name. It's, it's right there in the title. It's, it's, this is not about what you do. It's about going somewhere, you know, the journey itself. It's not even about the destination. Uh, Meadow takes that same single name thing and goes, this is about a space, a big blank space where you can run around and hug it out. And again, you know, when, when somebody else grabs a piece of essence or something like that, I'm thinking, oh, it's already gone. And it's like, no, it's still sitting there. I can grab one for myself. It just, it boggles the mind. But at that same, at the same time, you know, it's that abstraction. It's that you really need to think inside the box to think outside the box. It's counterintuitive. That annoys me, but I like it. The the way I've been describing this game to people is it is the complete, absolute opposite of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. <laughs> yeah. In yeah. that it's a bunch of people, all in a big old space, but they don't look the same. They don't look similar. They're all different. They're all working together, and it is not realistic in the slightest. Nothing about this is realistic, except when you walk in a mud puddle and the little badger gets all, a little mud all over him and he's got to get in the water to wash it off. That's adorable. <laughs> that is the most adorable thing in any game ever, and I will, I will live and die on that hill. But that's the cutest thing in any game. <laughs> I'll give that to you. Uh, I mean, my first time playing the game, I actually in intentionally got myself muddy and then uh, hid in, in some tall grass because I thought that, you know, Perfect. whatever it was that kept howling from a distance was coming after me. And that was my <laughs> first little fox buddy, you know. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know, hidden. And I, I'm, you know, I've got myself covered in mud like I'm fucking avoiding the predator or some shit. <laughs> and I, it's like, doo -doo 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 fucking, you know, fox is circling around me trying to figure out where I'm at. He's just doing his little bark. Rawr, rawr, rawr. Like, doo -doo 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 -doo. I'm sitting there thinking to myself, man, if I had a knife right now. Your heart's just pounding. You're like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. But here's like, the I'd have this yeah. guy. He has no idea I'm here, you know. I would just scream, you know, leap out of the ground. <laughs> you know, and uh, of course that didn't happen. So he just sits there and is like, okay, buddy, I'm going to sit here until you show up, until you show where you are. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take a risk. And I just gave the little bark command. And, you know, this guy sits up and goes, oh, hey, you know, you are here. So, you know, 
I'm sitting there going, I'm still, I'm, I'm expecting that I'm gonna have to run out of this freaking, you know, grass, grassy knoll and into the next one over because, you know, this guy's gonna attack me. But no, none, none of that ever freaking happened. And as I'm sitting there like on edge as we meet more animals, I'm thinking to myself, well, one of these fuckers is gonna have the ability to attack and one of these fuckers is gonna fucking attack me. And it never happened, it never materialized. So that, that was, there was a cathartic moment when I'm sitting on top of probably the tallest rock pile in the entire meadow area. Oh, yeah. Uh, with a bunch of other morons around me emoting and making sounds, and I don't know. It's about to turn into a gift fest. Where oh, I just God. Jump off. I just jump off the edge, and I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I'm out. <laughs> Break my own legs. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a badger, man. I'm going to go do my own freaking thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Here's, 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 okay. I lost my train of thought. Train of thought derailed. Minions died. Oh, I'm real sad now. I okay, yeah, got it. I think that the intention of the game was to make you feel like that. It was because, mm. unless you have bought some of their other games, you do start out as a little badger, and you're just walking around, and you have no idea what's going on. You're real scared at this big world. You're this baby badger, and you're all scared, and you see a fox, and you're like, your instinct as the human instinct transfers into the badger and you're like, I gotta hide. This thing's gonna eat me. But then you realize, oh no, I'm in not the super death meadow of foxes and blood. I'm in the rainbow hug meadow where we all <laughs> are friends and everyone is is best friends. And I, I love you, you love me. That should have been their soundtrack. That should have been their, not that part, but the rest of that should have been the soundtrack. Just that one song playing over and over again, because then you could market this as a psychological horror game. But <laughs> that's not. La, 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 See, that would have dropped my rating of this game dramatically if that was the song. <laughs> that would have instantly made me feel a lot of things, primarily anger. <laughs> and confusion and sadness, but this uh, game makes me feel none of these things. I. It's too bad that this doesn't have a the workshop uh, support because if it oh, did, oh yeah, turned it into good. a mod. It's like horror meadow. Badger armor. You just you you walk in and it's straight up velvet revolver playing in the background. It's the lavender town theme. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> backwards and in G minor. Uh, uh, did you say Badger Armor mod? That's oh, right, Badger Horse Armor. armor. That's right, Horse Armor's back in a big way, boys. <laughs> no, but like, I really, I really need that that Mud Crab Sentinel. Yo, oh, good God. Yeah, could you imagine that running around as a bunch of creatures from um the uh, Elder Scrolls series? It's like you know a bunch of uh, worms and frogs and all those other weird things and. You know what? Crabs and wolves. You know what? That's what it was. I was thinking, what is this game missing? And I just realized, it's missing super mutants. I feel like that would really, really change the dynamic of the game. The whole meadow meta a lot. You just hear this ping from a distance. Let's play, human! Yeah. <laughs> uh, bleep, 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 bong! Yeah. Nuclear apocalypse. Like a warm blanket. But yeah, it was a it was a good time. And I feel like this 
maybe it's just the fact that there's no text or voice option, but I feel like this is a really pleasant community of people. And everyone was really, like, not angry, and everyone was having a good time, and everyone, I feel like, was kind of in the mindset of that badger, or that frog, or that wolf, or that bird. And they were all working together, instead of in most communities, where it's just a lot of racism, um, a lot of... A lot, a lot of vitriol. A lot of harsh language, a lot of salt, a lot of vinegar, just... just palpable hatred between each and every person in every situation. It's pure potato. And it's like, well, that's not what I want in a game all the time because that's great sometimes, but you can only hear some, like, kid who's, if you can believe it, voices even squeakier and higher than mine just <laughs> telling you how much you suck. And I'm like, well, this isn't my idea and of a good how time. How violated your mom? <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, this isn't... That's not something I want to hear. Don't talk to my mom like that. But then everyone here is like, I wish I could hug you. I wish I could be best friends with your mom. And I'm like, wow. I, I believe that. I believe we could all just be best friends. But then I bet some of those are the same people that go to Overwatch yep, and just yep, yell yep. a lot and make me sad. Specifically me. <laughs> no one else gets sad. People get counter angry at this, at things like that. I just get sad. <laughs> now, for, for, for my money, um... The gaming industry on on the whole has become a fairly toxic pool because it's been allowed to. You know, uh, people aren't really, you know, sitting there thinking to themselves that their anonymity is at risk. And when people realize that they're not anonymous, that they are, you know, their real name, real address, all this stuff is available to somebody along the chain, um, a lot of them soften their tone real quick. Uh huh. So you know, I've I've used that to my advantage from time to time, but at the same time, I already know these things, and I know that if I'm going to be a you know salty smarmy edge lord, that eventually it's going to come back to haunt me. And the meadow is one of those places where the interaction is so limited and so uh, again primal that you really can't really do any of that. The the most you can do is run around somebody to antagonize them. And even then, that person can just fuck off. And if you lose track of them, well, that's it. You can't really do anything else to them. This is quintessentially uh, a shot-for-shot shot remake of all the Homeward Bound movies put together. Oh. Well, that's a unique way of taking it. And I feel like this, it acts similar. It's, movie. it's similar in the way that Nintendo um, does their chat. Is that it's like, you can say some things, but not all. It's like if... Like, you know, Nintendo, how with, like, I remember Splatoon, you could only say, like, cool, or, like, ah, shucks, or jinkies, and, like, that's your only options. And I feel like that's that's all you can do in this game, and I feel like that was really nice. And overall, it was really nice, but, oh my gosh, Warsong, do you hear that? What's that? It's the sound of final ratings coming over that hill yonder. So what? I can see them from a distance. What would you say uh, coming over the sunset? It is actually the sunset. It's evening. What What would you say your rating on a scale of one to ten for for Meadow was? Uh, on a scale of one to ten, all right, ten being glory kills in fucking Doom, mm -hmm. and one being um, ah, oh, jeez, um, pretty much the most hug boxy Minecraft server ever created. This score is a nice solid five, all right, because 
while the gory kills are glorious and gory and they they're just fantastically you know rendered and stuff like that they're they're a visual effect all right and they do what they're meant to do um meanwhile the hug boxy minecraft server run by a totalitarian dictatorship is um really just a piece of shit all right so anybody says the word but and everybody gets kicked off and that's just that's just crap so uh a solid five banned right there right in the middle beautiful i just got banned <laughs> and the reason for that is is because it straddles that that same mindset the i need to exclude everything in order to include everyone kind of social justice wannabe kind of thing and also giving you a great visual experience something you can actually get into and enjoy it is not as bloody and malicious all right as you know virtually tearing a freaking demon to pieces but that's where it loses those five points and then but also gains five points so it's right there right in the perfect middle this is such a wonderfully neutral game that it is the water compared to you know the kool-aid versus the freaking vodka would you say that this five out of ten also applies to the quality of the game mm, actually the, the quality i that's all that's an overall rating for everything including the music the graphics the gameplay that is a solid five this is a game and it is a good one it's not a particularly uh uh, uh well, what's the word for it um accomplished game this is you know a game that's got all the you know edges rounded off and everything all right this is a 20-sided die that's been turned into a ball by rock tumbler all right it's not a bad thing and you can still get a number off of it but it's gonna take a little while for you to figure out what you're doing with the damn thing so no, this is a solid five in every aspect that it could possibly have left. Okay. And I'm going to take it a little bit. Whoop, Flux just kicked in and my monitors lost their blue light real suddenly. Anyways, um I'm gonna I'm gonna go a bit higher on this one and I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. Because while it does have those problems and it does really like it does have those issues, and it doesn't do a great job of telegraphing, and the music sometimes doesn't match the tone. But it is just the most gosh darn adorable game that you've ever seen. And I had a big dumb smile on my face the whole time, and I the little badger got covered in mud, and that was just the cutest thing. And I feel like that is an accomplishment in its own, because it takes a lot to make me smile. I have two separate beanies on my desk right now. I feel like that tells you that it takes a while for me to make a happy smile. But this game made me smile a lot, and I feel like that, that gives it a solid 8, because it has drawbacks, but overall it's a net positive. And would you recommend that people purchase this video game? Uh, for the cost it is right now in the store, which is only $3. Yeah, it's two ninety nine. Um, yeah, and if you were to buy it with the soundtrack, that's all of $6, alright? It is very much a walking simulator. It is a little hucky box. It is a, a happy little game. You can sit down a kid in front of it, and they'll be entertained for hours. You can sit down a full-grown adult in front of it, and they'll be entertained for hours, and they won't be able to explain why. They won't be able to quantify the damn thing. Um, yes, this is a game I would recommend, especially at the price point. I agree. I would also recommend it a lot. And you know what I would also recommend? Visiting Patreon? That's the one! Giving well, some dollars to your old friends, Chocolatier Games and Warsong. 
Warsong, yeah. how can they give dollars to you? Well, there is ragelogin.blogspot.com, uh, and that links to everything else. And I have introduced a new $1 entry tier in my Patreon because it was actually requested several times. So <laughs> there it is. It's there now. Yeah, and you can find me. Uh, we both do stuff with computerfigure.com and the Computer Figure YouTube channel. Um, I feel like that's a good place for to look at our work. You can donate to me at patreon.com slash games. You can check him out at twitter.com slash warsong. Check me out at twitter.com slash game. No S on that one because the Twitter handles are stupid and small. And uh, I think that's it. So we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.